one is your most motivating coach. Man, I'm here on a bright and early Saturday. Man, all right, so I've been wanting to do this topic for the past several days. I've been postponing and pushing it back, but it's something that I really want to jump into because it's another topic that I've seen going up and down my timeline, and I kind of want to address it. So we want to talk about the value of time. And so the most common thing I hear a lot of people say, and it is probably the most irritating phrase that can ever be said in my personal opinion, and that phrase is, there aren't enough hours in the day. I understand that it's a euphemism and it's a figure of speech, and we don't necessarily mean there aren't enough hours in the day, but sometimes we get so bogged down with life because life happens, and I understand that. So we feel like because life happens or because we have other things that are attached to us, we don't have enough time to accomplish the things that we want to accomplish. So today I'm talking more specifically to the entrepreneurs and the business people more than I am about anybody else. Now, everybody else can get this lesson and you can take it, you can receive it and you can apply it. But today I really want to talk to y'all entrepreneurs, your business owners. So the average person is going to say, uh, my business isn't succeeding or I'm not growing or whatever the case may be, the average person is going to say that because they feel like there's not enough hours in the day or they feel like I don't have enough time to do what I need to do. And the truth of the matter is, it's not the fact that you don't have enough time what you need to do to do what you need to do. Your time is misplaced. It's in the wrong places. So what I'm really what I'm really telling you is, and I'm about to say this very, very, very unapologetically, is that somewhere along the line, you're wasting time or you're not putting as much into the time as you need to. You have to understand, and I want you to take this as a really strong power note, time is not just something that we have. Time is an investment. And if we want time, we have to invest work and effort into time. So I'm about to put that up here. That was good. That was fresh. That wasn't even in notes. If we want time, time is not just something we use, but time is an investment. And just like any investment, it has to yield a return. So you will only get out So you will only get out what you put in, all right? So understand that an investment has to yield a return. Now watch this, here's what's more powerful. When you invest in something and you get a return, the common investor that seeks to make more than what he put in will take the return and turn around and invest some of that return or all of it back into something else. So investment and return is a process. I don't want to get too deep into that because that's a whole nother teaching. But investment and return is a process. That's time. Time is both an investment and a return. If I want to yield something, if I want to yield positive results and I want to yield greatness and excellence in my life, then I have to understand if I want my time to do what I needed to do, I need to invest in it. And what I get out of my time, I need to take that and put it back into time. Understand this is a rotational cycle. All right, so most of us say there are not enough hours in the day. And if you're taking notes, I really I want you to put that in your notes because I want you to really understand the value of that. But I'm going to move over here now. And so most of us say that there's not enough time in the day to do what I need to do. I'm an entrepreneur, but I don't have enough time in the day to work, in my, work on my business. Uh, I'm a business owner. 
currently, but I don't have enough time to get filings done or to get paperwork done, whatever the case may be. I would like to say, and I'm going to say this very straightforward, if it's not the fact that you don't have enough time, somewhere you're wasting it. And it's funny to me because we say there's not enough hours in the day, but we have enough hours in the day to scroll up and down our timelines on Facebook, to make posts on Instagram, to send DMs, to, to sit on the phone and gossip for several hours a day, to sit on the phone and have nonsense conversations or conversations that are not of value, that don't build us, that don't motivate us. We have enough time to do all of that stuff, yet we don't have enough time to be productive. I would like to tell you that it's not enough, that it's not the fact that there aren't enough hours in the day, but what the truth is, there's not enough hours to accommodate the foolishness that you're involving yourself into. So I want to help you. I want to help you. So... Here's, here's the average. Now, I'm about to give you the average, and I'm not going to apologize for what I just said. I'm, I'm being honest. So here's the average, right? 24 hours in a day. So we're going to put that here. 24 hours in your day. And I want to preface this before I get into this. I want to, man, it's grammatically incorrect. I want to preface this by saying that we all have the same 24 hours. So the same 24 hours in a day that you have, I have it. The same 24 hours in a day I have, you have. And everyone watching this video or whoever's going to watch the replay, whatever the case may be, or whoever's going to listen to this podcast, we all have the exact same 24 hours. The difference is, watch this, the difference in the productivity in our 24 hours is not the fact that we don't have the time, but watch this, but how... We use it. That's the difference between all of us and the 24 hours that we have, how we use it. So what I want to do today is I want to give you some tips to assist you in making better use of your 24 hours. Now, I want to break this down. Uh, and what I'm about to break down is simply an average and it's going to vary from person to person. This is only an average. Okay. So I don't want you to think that I don't understand your situation. Or I don't know what you go through because I promise you, I know I don't, but what I'm about to give you is just going to be an average. So the tips I'm about to get ready to give you, I want you to take them and apply them and see how much more productivity you can get out of your 24 hours. Okay. So out of 24 hours, the standard 24 hours in a day, the average person Listen, the average person is going to sleep somewhere between six to eight of those hours. Okay, so we're going to allot that time for sleep. And please excuse my handwriting, boards wobbling, all that. All right, so the average person is going to sleep somewhere between, between six to eight hours. So what that is going to do is, <clears throat> so what that's going to do is, that's going to leave us somewhere between. 16 and 18 hours. Where's my dad? So that's going to leave us somewhere between 16 and 18 hours remaining. Okay? So that's going to be 16 to 18 hours remaining. Now, the average person also, the average person, the average person is going to work roughly about an eight-hour shift on a standard job. Now, that does not go to say that we do not have people that do not work 12-hour shifts, whatever the case may be. I understand we do have those people, but I'm talking about the average individual. 
Um, and what I'm the tips I'm about to give you will even work for those of you who work 12 hour shifts, I promise. All right, so the, the average person works eight hours of work. Okay, that's the average work shift, eight hours, right? So that leaves us about eight to 10 hours outside of work and outside of sleep. Now I know what you're about to say. Well, I don't have that entire eight to 10 hours because I have children or uh, I have church obligations, whatever the case may be. I'm about to get to that. All right, so that leaves us roughly about eight to 10 hours remaining. So four to six of those hours, we're gonna give to our kids and family, okay? And I'm just gonna call it personal time. I really gotta get a more stable holder for this board. Um, so about four to six of those hours, are going to be spent with personal time. That's going to be uh, that's going to be allowed for your children, uh, for for your personal time, rehearsals, uh, kids' practices. If you have a practice, if you have a rehearsal, whatever the case may be, uh, that's going to leave you four to six hours of personal time. So what that leaves us is about four hours of grind time. Watch this now. Because four hours of grind time is what gets lost. This is what we account for. But this is what somehow gets lost. And I can almost guarantee you, if most of us would sit down and really calculate how much time we spend scrolling up and down our timelines, laughing and commenting on people's pictures, um, watching irrelevant YouTube videos that have absolutely nothing to do with what it is that we desire to do or that we aspire to do. It doesn't motivate us. It doesn't push us to be better. It doesn't give us information that we can actually use. I can almost guarantee you that somewhere along the lines, that is that that is going to be accounted for in those four hours. But that's okay. I understand. The average person does it. I used to do it. It's okay. I want to help you account for those four hours, okay? So I want you, I'm, I want to give you five things today, and yes, I have notes. <laughs> I want to give you five things today, and now I'm going to move over here because I need the space. Uh, and so now I'm going to give you five things, and I may have to move the camera because I'm not 100% sure uh, that y'all are going to be able to see what I'm about to post. So I'm about to move this a little bit closer so you can actually see that side of the board okay uh man if you're wrong send those hearts man show some love um all right so i'm about to give you five things i'm not sure if you can see me or not i just really want you to see the information i'm about to give you five things that i want to help you account for those four hours that we discussed on this side of the board okay so number one number one which is a major thing Number one, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm in the middle of doing some other stuff, too. Uh, number one, we journal. Okay? And this has so much application outside of just biblical application because, of course, the Bible tells us write the vision and make it plain. The Bible also tells us where there is no vision, the people perish. So vision is to be written with the vision. That's how we That's how we become excellent. That's how we become greater. That's a whole other teaching that I get into for a whole other time. But journaling is so much so important because if I can write it, I can see it. 
and it makes and it forces me into a position where I have to make it come. Okay, so journaling is extremely important. When do we want to journal? Okay, um, the the best times to journal, and I'm giving you this uh, from personal experience and from study. The best time to journal actually is at wake up. Because your mind is in a fresh phase or somewhere around the wake up time frame, around breakfast maybe. Um, I want to advise you um, to journal on your lunch break. Most of us have uh, most of us have 30 to 40 minute lunches. Most of us have an hour. Okay, so I want to encourage you to journal on your lunch break. I want to also encourage you to journal while you're at work. You don't necessarily have to have your whole journal, your whole book, but maybe get a small notebook. Maybe get a couple of pieces of paper at your desk if you work at a desk or at a computer. Or maybe there's like some sort of sticky notes app or whatever on your computer. Pull it up. And when you come up with ideas and concepts, thoughts, uh, ideas, put them in that sticky note. Write them down on that little slip of paper. Put it in your pocket. So when you go on lunch, you can write them in your journal or you can put them in the voice memos on your phone. Okay? So one thing that'll help with that is try packing your lunch because I found that most people lose time at lunch because they end up having to go buy lunch. And so you deal with the, the decision making process and you have to pay for the food and you have to wait for the food. And so normally you expend roughly about 15 to 30 minutes on a lunch break simply waiting on food. So I want to encourage some of you all, and that's coming from me being a trainer as well, uh, think about meal prepping. Get your lunch ready for the week so when it's time to go to lunch, you can spend that time doing something of value. Okay, so those are, those are your journaling types. So number two, the other thing, the next tip I want to give you is voice memos. So most of us have phones, I assume, I hope. <laughs> most of us have phones that have voice memo features. So I encourage you to use those voice memo features because sometimes we're in positions where we don't have pen and paper. Now, sometimes things hit us very, very suddenly, very, very quickly, and we need to get those things documented or written down or whatever the case may be. So when it's time for us to revisit them or when we do finally get to paper, we can write those things down. So I encourage you to use the voice memo feature on your phone. So just in case you're in a tough spot, you're somewhere where you don't have a pen or a paper, hey, boom, this just hit my mind. Um, 15 t-shirts with XYZ logo on Boom, and you've recorded it. So now when you get a chance at the end of the day, you can go back into your voice notes and write down and put on paper and create a plan and strategy for what the, for the idea that came in your voice memos, okay? So that's two. So number three, and a lot of this stuff I can really get deeper into, but I don't wanna be on here forever. I don't wanna waste you all's time. What you wanna do is number three, watch your intake. And I'm not, I'm talking about food, but I'm not talking about natural food, okay? I want to encourage you on your way to work or on your way to rehearse, wherever it is that you're going, I want to encourage you to listen to motivational podcasts. 
listen, start watching motivational YouTube videos. Start watching uh, people on YouTube or listening to podcasts of people who are already doing what you're trying to do, who have already made it in the lane that you're trying to step in, who have already become successful in the business you're trying to launch out into. Find out how they did it. Find out how they became successful. Find out how they made their first million. Find out how long it took. Find out how much dedication they had to doing it. And that's going to give you, those things are going to be the keys to you being successful because what comes in essentially is what goes out. So if you put crap in, only crap is going to come out. If you put wasted time in, wasted time is going to come out. If you put nothing in, nothing's going to come out. You are a sign, and I think, and, and this is just me being uh, motivational now, I believe that all of us are called to do something that is not for us, but is meant to impact the next. So if you put crap in, then what comes out of you is not going to have the impact on the next person that you desire for it to have. Crap in, crap out. Watch your intake. And this could be a whole nother teaching. I'll get into it another time. So next, the, the next tip I want to give you, number four I want to give you is mentorship. The problem that is a very, is a very, very sad case among business owners and entrepreneurs is there is a really ugly spirit of competition. I don't want to learn from you. I don't want to gain information from you because I'm your competitor. And if I get affiliated with you or if, it, if, if I get mentored by you, my business isn't going to bloom because I'm supposed to be your competition. We're supposed to be trying to make the same money. It's not the case. How do I know how to get where I'm going if I'm not talking to somebody who's already been there? I've got this map that I can't read, that I can't navigate because I've never been there. But if I can get at the feet or if I can get under the umbrella of somebody who's already been there and who is already successful doing what I'm trying to do, that's how I build. That's where humility is built. That's where understanding is built. That's where it's cultivated. At the feet of somebody or something that's already successful at doing what I'm doing. But we're so concerned with competition. We're so concerned with beating the next person. We're so concerned with being so much greater than the person standing next to us that we won't turn to them and say, man, listen, I know this is what you're trying to do. I'm already doing it. Let me help you. Or looking up and saying, hey, listen, I'm trying to get to where you are. I need you to show me. We're too prideful. That's why most of us don't succeed. It's a spirit of pride. Mentorship. Don't be afraid to sit at the feet of, of, of someone who's already doing what you're trying to do. Learn from them. Get information. Get all you can. Bleed them dry if you want to. Get the information. Last but not least, I want to give y'all this. And I sincerely hope y'all are getting some out of this. This will be on the podcast before the day is over. Watch your environment. What you surround yourself with, and I'm about to end, what you surround yourself with, you ultimately become. If you take an animal, if you take a baby duck out of his environment, if you take a baby duck out of his environment before he has an opportunity to understand who he is, and you put him in, in a, uh, if you put him in an environment full of eagles, 
because that duck grows up only seeing eagles or only seeing the behaviors and the thought patterns of eagles, he's going to believe that that's what he is and that's how he's going to behave. On a on just in the same category, if you spend your time engaging with people who are not on your level, or engaging with people who are completely negative, or engaging with people who are going nowhere, that is all you're gonna surround yourself with, and subconsciously, that's how you're gonna affiliate yourself. You're gonna be in a position where that's all you know, that's all you choose to be, so you're never gonna be able to get ahead because there's nothing that's around you that's moving in a forward in a forward momentum. Watch your environment. Quit feeding yourself negativity. Journal. Put it on paper. Use your voice memos. Get those ideas out of your head so you can get them written down. Watch your intake. Crap in, crap out. Watch what you put in your mind. Watch what you put in your ears. Watch what you put in your body. Mentorship. Sit at someone's feet who's already done this, who's been successful, who's made the first million. Environment. Watch what you surround yourself with because ultimately, what you yield your member to, you become. This is your most motivated coach, Coach Walk. Peace.